Time is now. Let's dive into a brand new song from Aaron Webb's Wave of Emotions EP. I'm a Fool gets us to the interview with the artist right after this. Greetings. I, you know, I've, I've tried to make a connection with you for some time now, and I know you've been a busy gal, but your music is amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I could say the same about you. Um, I've listened to your podcast, and you know, I've met many musicians around town that have spoken with you, so I've been looking oh. forward to finally making that connection. Yeah, along the way, I actually picked up on, so I guess some of the same people that had their hands in, in working with Abigail, Virginia. I've noticed her over time, whoa, there's some kind of tie there. I guess same same production. It's a few people that have worked, I guess, in the same projects have worked. You guys have worked. Can I don't know if, I don't know anywhere close to uh, close to with each other, but I guess the timing on the projects came out pretty recently. 
Yeah, we were all laughing at how um, at how close together all of our releases ended up coming out. But um, my producer Brad Kuhn also worked with Abigail and also um, Austin Bohannon, which I know you guys have chatted. So mm -hmm. it's been really fun to see where everybody's music has gone um, wrapping up the year. To get look, you get you could be the one to pull it together. To get Abigail, Austin, and you in a room sometime before 2023, or you know maybe too soon, sometime in January. Like, I challenge I, it. I'd be there. I, I can take that on as a challenge, yeah. Uh, I love it. Well, I hope it happens. And, well, welcome. And thank you for being now uh, the person with the flag in your hand and the wind at your back, Aaron. You've got you've got the shoals right now. You've got our attention. You're the, you're the next up. And you've released an EP that's now your debut project. Uh, I started this hour with Santa Monica. And from my just focus on artists and their stories, that, from what I believe, that's what started the journey for you right yeah you know that was the first song that um kind of decided for me that i wanted it to be a full project the first song that i actually wrote on the project was i'm a fool hmm. so it was funny how everything kind of played out but um i wrote and recorded part of santa monica in la um and after that i was like you know i want to i want to make this a project i don't want to release them as singles and so that was kind of that turning point um when i was in la so, so you you made some decisions, I guess, about a, a much greater project. But having known you, sparked some interest within yourself about this is I've, I've decided that this is something I like about me putting out music and writing it from 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 I guess like you say from starting from a different different point from writing I'm a fool first. Uh, what was it, what was it that I guess I guess Santa Monica pulled the moment together for the whole thing coming together? But what made you believe that this should be a full project? Of than just singles and seeing I'm a full flourish so so much longer later. I know it feels like a lot longer, but maybe an hour, I guess a, maybe a month or so later. How did this how did this come together as being a big body of work? Yeah, you know, well, it's been a crazy year. Um, I have, you know, sang and played the piano since I was a kid. Um, and then I taught myself to play guitar when I was 12-ish. Um, and I'm from Memphis, so I played there for a long time. And I always loved music, um, but I never could songwrite. And um, so I was always like, oh, well, you know, I can't make it as a musician if I'm not songwriting. And I always kind of had that mentality. And um, I really wanted to get into it. And so last June, I just started writing songs. And that was just such a breakthrough moment for me um, in realizing that this is something that not only I want to do, but that is, you know, feasible and I can do. Um, and so I just started writing every day. And that's when I met Brad Kuhn, my producer, in August. So it was like two or three months later. Um, and that's when we wrote I'm a Fool. And then slowly more and more songs just kind of to come into this collection. And everybody was trying to choose, you know, which song should be the song to be the single. And it's hard, you know, it's hard to pick one song that you think has your complete vision. And I was like, well, why don't we just do them all, you know? And yeah. so it just kind of escalated from there. Man, that, that's a big deal. And to know that you had the confidence with your team, did did you were you the one to sort of pull people together or did people put, get behind you and say, you've got this, like, keep going? How was that companionship? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was a little bit of both. I mean, anybody that works with me knows I'm crazy. I just have so many ideas all the time. So it's a good give and take of, you know, them saying to go for it or reining me back in like that might be too much. Yeah. You know, and so um, it was a good it was a good back and forth. Um, but once we finally committed to the project, 
um, it was fun having everybody's input, you know, on which songs and, and how you were going to do this. Yeah. So have you have you had the opportunity to perform any of this music yet? Like, have you put it on stage? Uh, have, you, have you, you know, noticed something about a project after the fact or, you know, in, in the middle of, of maybe sharing this with others? Well, I have played some of my songs acoustically um, at shows, but I haven't done a full show with my EP. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, when I used to play in Memphis, I played, it was a duo. So it was just me and one other guy and we would both play uh, guitar and sing and harmonize and, and do that. But we, I've never had a full band. Mm. Um, so I'm trying to get that together now. And um, like you said, you know, maybe it'll be me and, and Abby and Austin all playing together next year. So Yeah. So I'm I'm very intrigued at where you brought the conversation because it brings me to a point of of how you were encouraged to even take on a certain side of your style uh, because stylistically I feel like you don't you haven't even put box yourself in at all in any way uh, which is an amazing thing your versatility is on full display with the fact that you you do I don't know if anybody's brought it out of you you've got a really amazing country tone to you but at the same time you could turn right around and you could see you in a in a very solid pop R&B light did you bring any favoritism to making sure that you know your instincts on this project were, were versatile yeah well uh, thank you for saying that um I think that, you know, it's hard to find and pinpoint, you know, one sound that you want to create. And I knew that I didn't want to box myself up in that way. And so um, that kind of played a role in how I picked these songs. You know, I didn't want them to all be country or to all be R&B. Um, and I think you're right. My, my sound or what I'm hoping, you know, people get from my sound is a, an overall pop um you know, pop genre, but with that soul and R and B and country kind of undertones. Yeah. Um, and so I tried to kind of bring those certain undertones out in each song, but you know, with some unity. Yeah. I, I see. It made me wonder if you were. I could tell that you didn't come from a base of being a fan of anything. So you definitely wanted to be a, a leader in your own way. Just finding where, I guess, the direction. I, I don't want to know where you're headed, but what what at least inspired you the most musically before now? Maybe like what's on your playlists that got you excited about what you could sound like? Um. Well, you know, I always laugh because I'm like, my, my car playlist is literally like sad country song to wow. Cardi B, you know, yeah. or to the Lizzo, you know, and so it's funny because it's just all over the place. And um, I think that growing up, I was just, my family is, um, you know, they're all music enthusiasts. So I listen to so many genres. Um, and I think overall, I just wanted that energy, you know, especially coming from Memphis too. There's a lot of blues and soul, but yeah. there is still a lot of country and rap and pop and so um really it was just an accumulation of all of that you know i can't imagine myself picking one genre so um i think i just i continue i want to continue to um to stay, to stay around the spectrum like that yeah, yeah yeah i when i when i wanted to compliment also is your does this have anything to do with the environment you've been in that it's inspired this because you mentioned memphis twice now i know that sounds like that's been a base for you aside from being here in muscle shoals where, where have you grown up and what's what space has inspired you the most well, uh, yeah, for sure, Memphis, that's where I grew up. And um, when I decided I was going to go to school, um, I was trying to figure out where I wanted to go. And that's when I happened upon Muscle Shoals. So it was a really happy medium for me 
to be able to go to school somewhere that wasn't just a college campus. Um, and so I loved the music here. I felt like there was still um, so much culture and community. Um, but because my sound, you know, does have this more a modern take on pop, I wanted to produce it half and half in LA and in Muscle Shoals. And so that's why songs like Lifeboat have more of that Muscle Shoals sound and Santa Monica has more of an LA sound. So. I love that. We're talking with Aaron Webb for everybody catching up. Waves of Emotions, the EP, dropped late last month, and we're catching up to it this morning. And uh, for everybody tuned in around the world right now, Aaron, this is a really important conversation, and it seems like uh, it's being received well, and I can't wait to share it online to everybody who who's a fan of music and a music lover, uh, because your story is important, and it's it's really important to getting down to what inspires you for maybe the future of the, the rest of the community of artists who want to collaborate. Um, um, what is some, what's something I guess you found in Muscle Shoals that's that's uh, that's interesting about getting into rooms? Have you found yourself uh, able to to get in with you mentioning and recognizing the fact that you've got a modern take on music and a modern sound? Has that been received well? Have you tried to put it in front of uh, I guess the classical community that's around us? You know, we've, we've got we've got some legends here in town. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's so many people that I've just been so grateful to meet here in the Shoals. Um, and I think, you know, everybody has such an open mind here. And so it has been taken really well, you know, or maybe they don't understand, but they're really excited to, you know, have that possibility. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, you know, for Shot on Me, for example, you know, that could have been produced as like a super uh, country song. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to make sure that it still had a little bit of pop and a little bit of soul and all those things. So it was really fun working with the people in the shoals with that because we kind of played around with it. Um, mm -hmm. Even when I was mixing and mastering some of the tracks, you know, uh, everybody here has just been so cool about, you know, hey, you know, this might be the way that I normally do it, but what is the end goal for you? Oh, and that flexibility that. has just been great. It's it becomes it often becomes, as you probably know, seeing it the, in the way you see it, that the species can become the studio more than the space. You know, the human, the mind around what you want. People can really pull a lot of value out of you and matching reading the room. Well, I don't know because I feel like it hasn't been so much from your, your description. It hasn't been so much environment as you've brought this sound to the table and you know what belongs with a certain certain type of song. It's it's hard to be comparative to to people who can bring that out of a whole room full of people. And I think you're you've had that capability. And it's really cool to see and I can't wait to see you put it to the test big time. And seeing you on stage is going to really be thrilling because I know an audience, a room full of people has a chance to to enjoy that and enjoy what you enjoy about that. Um what is what is your favorite song, I guess you could say, to at least play from your new EP? Oh man, that's hard. I I would say it changes every day, but right now, um, probably Lifeboat. Oh. That was one of the songs that I, I wrote by myself, and I wrote it in like 20 minutes. It was just one of those one of those songs, you know, there's different processes for every song, and some of them took forever and some of them didn't, and that one just kind of came out, and I wrote it on the guitar, so it's really easy for me to play acoustically, and um, I wrote it for my parents, and um, I think it's just not what people were expecting to produce. Yeah. And so um, it's been really fun to play that out and to kind of see how people reciprocate with with that kind of song. How did how did songwriting start for you with with something like a that be, you know I I love Lifeboat and I'm I'm going to share that after the interview's over but it's a very detailed song and it makes me feel like you've been doing this for a lot longer than the 20 teens and 2020s. 
Um, yeah, well, like I said, you know, I didn't start writing until last year and that was such a big feat for me to, um, to, like I said, just with me personally to get to that point to say that, oh, okay, you know, I, I like my own songs and this is something that I want to keep doing. And I think that I had so many barriers and walls up with writing. Um, it just surprises me that it's, it's, it's almost too, it's post pandemic that, that I'm at least accepting your admitting that that's that's when you started right because i feel like there's oh, no. the maturity yeah, this no. is i mean during covid i almost stopped playing i was playing gigs like every weekend and i stopped during covid i mean i didn't really have a choice and then it just you know how covid was and yeah. so after i got out of that i was like god i just i miss music so much i really want to give this another go and a friend of mine kind of challenged me i was about to go on a vacation and they were like come back with a song you know mm. and so i just kept going until finally I had one song that I was like, oh, wow, you know, this this actually kind of makes a little bit of sense. And I just kept running with that. And I wrote every single day. And um, yeah, now it's become a really like a stress reliever. You know, it's like journaling for me now. So that's inspirational that that lets people know that there's hope after that first hard jump. You know, you can take it and you can transform it and turn it into just worlds of, of different appreciation. And that's what you've done with Waves of Emotions. I, Aaron, you've inspired a lot of us this morning. And I don't know if there's anything that you wanted to get across from this EP, but my heartfelt congratulations. And I'd love for you to talk to the audience that's with us or the, you know, the young Aaron Webb out there. What is it that, that you were hoping to, to touch through this EP? Um, you know, I, I think overall, kind of like what you were saying of just trying not to keep yourself in that box, you know, if you have a creative vision, go for it 100%, you know, because at the least you can see at the end where you're at now and where you, where you want to go. And, um, the reason I named it waves of emotions was because I felt like each song really did represent a different emotion that I had throughout the year. And, um, yeah, I would just say to delve into that creativity because once you break down that box, you know, it opens up so much easier for you to write, to meet people, to sing, you know. Like a lot of people say they can't sing. I'm like, everybody can sing. Yeah. You know, you just you just got to do it. Mm-hmm. And so. Man, allow yourself to be a human. And that's, that's huge. I mean, but you've also allowed that space so that the artist can just find its way and the music finds its people. It always does. And I'm glad it found us. And, and I wonder, just as we're moving this forward and concluding this conversation now, are you continuing to write? Are you balancing performing, writing, and, you know, this release having its moment as well? Yeah, I definitely am. You know, I'm, I'm trying to get back into that state of mind where I can write every single day because I've been um, just so focused on promoting my EP and um, just being excited about that. But I'm actually moving to Nashville for 10 weeks okay. um, to write and uh, to work with some artists there. And it's been really fun getting into co-writing. So I'm going to focus on that some next year. And um, I'm definitely going to keep moving. I love that. I love that. So hopefully we get to see you perform again soon. I know it's super early to even be talking about music and what is next because we're appreciating so much of what you're doing with this EP. Did we get a tease to something with uh, with I'm a Fool? Is this thing we saw on Instagram with the wedding dress? That was pretty cool. I don't know what that <laughs> is. That is that something special that's happening right now? Are you, are you still continuing to decorate this EP with maybe music videos? Definitely. Um, you know, I love to see lyrics turn into a visual. Um, and so that's something that I just wanted to do from the start of getting this EP going. 
And uh, so I, I made a I made a short clip for Getaway Car, and yeah, I just released the one for I'm a Fool. That was so much fun. It was crazy. People in the streets literally thought I was getting married. So it was just especially people here and you know locally, they don't they don't see these you know you stopping on a street to film a music video. That doesn't really happen. So it's, it's it could make the headlines. You know, you could have made the front page of the newspaper if you weren't careful. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and I definitely do plan on just continuing to try to bring, you know, what I see in my head and, and how those lyrics come out on paper might be different than how they can come out visually. So, yeah, I'm, well, I'm stunned at, at what we've gotten so far and I can't wait to see whatever's next from you and to chat with you about it and to continue to tell your story and to let it, let it find a home with, with, with all the hearts of the people who appreciate music, at least on this channel and, and beyond wherever the internet takes this. But Waves of Emotions is out. It's ready to stream. And Erin Webb is getting out with it. She's putting out visuals to what you're hearing. And what do we, what do we got, Erin? Are we going to be able to see you perform in 2022 or are we wait until 23? Um, you know, probably the beginning of 2023. I'm trying to get a show lined up at Lava. Um, I was so excited when they opened. So I'm working on that. And um, yeah, you'll probably see me in Nashville as well. That's awesome. And Lava Room's a new intimate space downtown Florence. And that would be just so so wonderful. You got to send us the invite and let us know the details. We'll be sure to share all that info here for sure. Thank you so much. Aaron. I got to tell you, this Lifeboat song is going to take us to the next moment of the show, but it's great to connect with you. And I've enjoyed meeting you so much. And thank you for just taking the time out of your way to uh, to come through and, and to, to connect with us and to get your music out. It, we, we wish you the best and I want to continue to promote it. And, and I've loved every bit of it. Uh, my first, the first song I heard from it was One More Night with the artist Nine and that had me hooked. So hearing the rest, hearing it come through and you being so proud of it, it, it means the world to me. Well, yeah, it means so much to me. Thank you so much for reaching out. Well, we're here to do that. The artists come first. And though we, we had a stumble to connect and I'll connect one way or another. <laughs> one line will get through <laughs> to you. <laughs> but Aaron, we, can, we continue to appreciate the music and our heartfelt congratulations. And don't be a stranger. Be safe and stay in touch, okay? Yeah, happy holidays. Thanks again. Happy holidays to you too. Lifeboat is next. And tonight, Aaron, your interview is going to air at 8 p.m. You got the whole show, okay? You got new music nightly. I'll be in the Christmas parade. So this is taking over the 8 o'clock hour. So send your friends. (laughs) I love it. All right. See you then. All right. Peace. Bye, Aaron. Bye. I've been trying to keep myself afloat. I've been lying. Saying that I won't drown again Deep in this ocean I'm stuck lost at sea I wish you'd call out my name I've been searching and hoping To find something Stronger
Wide Web, ladies and gentlemen. Lifeboats, the song. Utmost appreciation for her new EP and the conversation we just had with her.